0: Hey, everyone. I just wanted to say thank you so much to everyone for the support, for all the kind messages, for just being able to be a part of this community. And it's been such a great experience watching this community grow, uh, see the success we've had, and also just build you know, these relationships that we can continue to grow, help people in medical device sales, help you guys grow in your career. And it's just been so much fun. Also, I want to say hello to all the new listeners. Um, Again, I know that there's a lot of college graduates. So first off, congratulations on uh, graduating, but also just want to say welcome to the community and really excited to have you guys learn more about medical device sales. Um, if you guys haven't, we have over 150 episodes. So go back and listen to the beginning ones, especially when I was a personal trainer. Um, it'll give you a little more background. and will let you know a little bit more about my story and then you guys can learn as we go. Um, because We have been getting so many messages, which is absolutely amazing. Love that you guys reach out. And if you guys haven't, reach out to me at Jacob McLaughlin at LinkedIn or new to medical Device sales on Instagram or any other social media, uh, because we just love connecting with you. love being able to help you guys. But again, it just wants you guys to have a little bit of background of who you're talking to and, and what the story is and how we've been able to help. You know we're about to go over a thousand people uh, in medical device sales that we've helped break into medical device sales with or without sales experience uh, but today's episode is going to be so amazing and so good because jen is one of the best people i've ever worked with she's an absolutely amazing person an amazing mother amazing wife amazing just human being how she carries herself and just her tenacity to not give up and to go after things because um, as you were here a couple of weeks ago, we talked about how hard it can be for a pharma rep to break into med device sales, and Jen didn't let that stop her at all. So we're going to go over her story on how she was able to land a position with one of the largest medical device companies in the world from pharma, and how it's just been a crazy journey for her. So super proud of her. Again, if you guys are interested in breaking into medical device sales, we do have our course. The link is down in the description to give you a little more information. Uh, there are a couple of things I always just like to tell people, um, we know that we're returning a 30X return in the first three months. That's not lifetime. That's just in the first three months. So when you look at it, it is an investment, but it's an investment where our people that get in, they get hired in under 10 weeks. Our people who get in know what to do once they're hired. Our people who get in know how to go and actually perform once they're in the industry compared to everybody else who doesn't know what they're doing. Take six, 12 18 months to try to break into the industry they come in at under 70 80,000 because again they're just trying to take the first job they have no leverage because they're just trying to get a job and then after that they break in and then they're like now what do I do um which again we've had people from our course go from associates break into the industry in under 10 weeks and then go from associates to full line reps making six figures in under 7 months instead of the industry average of 2 years So again, if you guys are really knowing that this is the career you want to go after, you want to take, please feel free to reach out because we know we can get you there. Uh, The one thing I would just say is make sure that you guys are serious. Um, The reason I'm just saying this is I've had a lot of people reach out lately who are like, oh, I'm interested in the course. We have a lot of the information online. The price is no surprise to you guys when you can look at it there. But then they'll be like, oh, I think about it. And then, oh, maybe it's a little too expensive. Great. Um, And it's not that I don't want to talk to you guys, but honestly, I don't want to waste my time. I don't want to waste your time. It's getting to the point. We say this very serious all the time. If you're not serious, we don't want you. Um, So unless you're committed, please don't reach out um, because I'm not here to waste my time with people who are just iffy because I can tell you those are the people who won't do well in the industry. Hints that I still run the Western United States of a med tech startup and don't have time to waste with people who aren't committed. So if you guys are committed, you want to make a difference in your life, you want to make a difference in your family's life and in your career, please feel free because again, our course offers videos, modules, downloadable PDFs and quizzes that you do at your own time. So it doesn't matter if you have a job or not. We do office hours that are all recorded if you can't make them where we're going over questions and we're also coaching you guys through that process. We do interview mock call or mock interviews and mock role plays so we can get you prepared for those interviews to beat out 500 plus people. And finally, we do coaching that's customized to you to make you guys be able to stand out and get those jobs. And that's how we're able to get people hired at 9.8 weeks at $91,000, which is much over the average associate coming in. So feel free to reach out, but let's get into today's episode. Okay. Welcome back to new to medical device sales. I am your host, Jacob McLaughlin. And today I am so blessed and so excited to have our guest today. Uh, This guest is somebody who was a part of the course, who absolutely crushed it, took advantage of every part of the resources that we had, but also just put in the work. She, I just have grown to just enjoy her so much, become a friend, because she is just an amazing human being, how she carries herself. But she's also someone who comes from the pharma world. Uh, So I'm excited, excited to bring you Jen Lytle, who has 10 years experience in the pharmaceutical world as a mother of two from Jackson, Tennessee, so she has a great accent, and she's just a fun person to be around. So, Jen, welcome to the show.
1: Yeah, thanks, Jacob. I'm excited. I'm excited yeah. to be here.
0: I'm excited to have you. Again, it's it's funny how the timing works, especially how I just made that podcast about talking about pharmaceutical reps and kind of the difference between pharma and med device, and then yeah. you get hired in medical device sales, you're from the pharma world, you're in the course, and we just get to tie it all together.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that was a great episode. I know, like, there's probably a lot of question, um, you know, people reaching out to you and stuff about the differences and yep. um, which, you know, really like which one really is a better fit for them. So I think that was a great episode.
0: Yeah, and it's gonna be fun today because you'll be actually able to speak to it since you've uh, lived it, especially for 10 years, and now you're making that that switch. But before we jump into that, can you just give yeah. us a little bit of background about who you are? You know, how you got into pharmaceuticals and a little bit of that information
1: yeah so um you know i in college i mean i was always like very interested in um sciences and things like that i neither one of my parents um you know completed college um so really like i just i don't know i didn't have i guess the aspiration at the time and really the belief that like oh yeah like the medical field and med school is is where i want to be so you know i got uh, my bachelor's just in business um, And got an internship right out of right out of college, did that for about a year. And just the opportunity presented itself. Um, A lot of times in pharma, you have to start out with like a contract role. And that's what this position was. So took that. I was really fortunate, had a couple positions there with that contract Um, and was able to be hired in permanently. And I've been at my company now um, over four years. So. Uh, I've had a good, you know, good run there in the pharmaceutical world. Um, And and like I said, it's always that something that was interesting to me. I didn't feel like medical school was the right fit. There's some, you know, background to that. But um, that was where my interest really lied. You know, I liked the clinical side of things.
0: Yeah. And and that makes it, I hear that all the time, right? Hey, let's get into the sciences. What are the other options? And we've had podcasts about this. You guys, if you haven't heard them, you can go back you know, many people consider med school and then end up not going. We actually have had people go into med school um, and actually drop out and then join our course and and go into it just because there's, there's a lot of differences and and it's a different fit for every single person. But what, when you did pharma, what was like, what, what drew you to pharma?
1: Well, I mean, I think, like I said, kind of the clinical aspect of it. Um, I like the selling, um, and, and in my mind, like, that's what I thought, right? Sales, sales, sales. Um, my personality, I think that was just a, a really good fit there. I like to talk to different people. I like to hear and understand different perspectives. So I think that's really kind of what and then it being in like, you know, a clinical space. Um, yeah. that's I thought it was a great fit.
0: Yeah. And yeah. so when when you did Pharma, what made you start thinking, okay, how'd you even hear about med device sales? What what made you start thinking that next level or what the next industry.
1: Yeah. So I just had, I was really fortunate. I had really fantastic partners that I worked with. Like, you know, they're called your counterparts um, in, in the pharmaceutical world early on. And they were tenured people. They were just very great about like sharing their wisdom, their experiences, things like that. And the pharmaceutical industry is very, Volatile. It it changes. Yep. Layoffs happen. It's always kind of that that um, awareness of like keeping your options open and being prepared for that, because in, in that world, it's almost I mean, that's like the inevitable, you yep. know. And so having counterparts that spoken to me and, you know, we're like, this is you know, this is a great space to be in the pharmaceutical world medical device is a great industry, you know, understanding the differences there between um, distributorship, so 1099 and W2 roles and all of that. And, and I had a partner that, you know, I think deep down he really had wanted to go that route, but he had a family and the only really opportunities at the time were 1099 roles. It just wasn't a fit, but I had some experience there with people kind of coaching me of if you, Really, it's more of when you get laid off, when you get laid off, right? There's this whole other, there's this whole other industry that you need to be looking at. Like, don't just set your sights on pharma.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No. And and that's a good point to say, because to your point, like we, we see it all over and especially right now in the term of the world that we're seeing the recession, right? One of the top medical device companies that I'm aware of just did a massive layoff. If you guys haven't been in that world, you will know that as you're reaching out to people, um, yeah. but, but again, it, like you said, it's a lot of inevitable, but like we've talked about on the recent podcast is pharma is more likely to, like you said, it's not, if it's when you get laid off Yeah. because of just how it's ran as a business and, and some of the things with it compared to med device. Like we, I know lifers at companies that were with companies for 20, 30 years and, yes. you know, or, or they just transferred. They never got fired, but they just made the jump to go leverage it, make more money, maybe slow down, whatever they, that was. And so. Yeah. That's a great point that you make. And so when you did it, because for you, I remember you, when we got on our call, when you're looking at joining the course and everything, it was, you, you're you not somebody who, hey, I'm losing my job and we're, I can't do this. Right. It's, you're doing well. You actually were crushing it. Yeah. But you're like, hey, I feel like there's another step for me. And I'm at that point in my career where I want to actually go and take that step and maybe make the jump outside of the industry. Because again, we're not going to disclose all the, the stuff. But what gets me so excited is when we talk and it's like, we talk about your income and what you're making in pharma after being in 10 years. And it's like, what the opportunity though, was in med device. And you're going to come in and make more in your med device first year than it was there. And again, that's not saying that you can't make it in pharma because there are people, but I just wanted to state that because I put it on that last podcast. You know, I used to have a guy who was in for 10, 15 years, trying to be like, I'm doing this well. And it's like, yeah, but I was doing that well in my first year of med device.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and see, like, I feel like, in the pharmaceutical world, like I said, so so for the most part, and this is just my experience, like yep. I've personally lived this. I know many people that have to start this way. To even get in, you're going to start in a contract role. So you're, you're looking at a base somewhere between probably 45 and 55 to 60, okay? You're more than likely going to get a fleet car and you're going to get uh, a commission that's paid quarterly, roughly 20 grand okay on top of your base so you're all in looking at 65 75,000, okay that's great where i live in tennessee that's a fantastic income but a lot of times contracts they're like that across the board so it doesn't matter if you live in new york state it doesn't matter if you live in california it is what it is right yeah. so consider that number one you're probably going to start contracts unless you're lucky but even if you if you get, get in as a permanent role, your salary is still not going to be $90,000. you are going to start, they might start at sixty five if you're looking at like a AZ or, you know, Eli Lilly, Merck, something like that. Um, I work for a, a small pharmaceutical company. So my base generally is lower than these bigger companies can pay. But there's a trade-off in that where we're a smaller company, they don't have as many reps. I'm the only rep in my territory. Instead of being one of four or five, I'm one of one. Um, And so there's a little bit of security there that comes with that. Um, I just tell people who leave maybe like have left my company that I've worked with or um, leave a contract to go to a, a bigger company layoffs will happen yeah. <laughs> like so while the salary is good and while it's there like you need to be putting money back you need to have six months of your bills stored that's just part of the industry yep. right and you can you can make great money um but yeah your your incremental um pay increase year over year over year on your base is very minimal um so your potential really is in your is in your commission payoff and some yep. of those are capped And some are not. So you just got to understand all that.
0: Yeah. And that's a great point. The reason I'm just asking the detailed and thank you for going into all that detail and actually saying specific numbers, because this helps listeners is like, especially right now, all the graduates of college right now, all the seniors are graduating. And the number one thing is, hey, I'm looking at pharma and med device. But like I, I stated in the last podcast is you need to have a real discern, like you need to know where you're going. Because you can't tell a med device person you're thinking pharma. Sure. If you catch the right person, like I, when I hear that, I'm like, hey guys, you should probably just decide what you want. But I can sit here and tell you, I've heard like, I've been with reps while I was in the area when somebody did that and they just ripped them, right? Yeah. And they'll, they'll hang up the phone and they'll be like, these people, because because pharma's just, it's got this stigma in med device again. It's not what I say, but that's what people think. And you faced it going through your journey. Um, yeah. And so that's what... A, I just want people to really know. So hopefully what you just said right there was super helpful to any listeners that are graduating is that is an opportunity. But the one thing I just want to say is this is somebody had to tell me and it was hard for me to hear, but it's easy for me to hear. You think $75,000 is a lot of money. Yeah. And like when, especially when you're 23, 24, 25, you're like, I'm rich and I'll buy a Ferrari, right? Like that's where, that's what goes ahead. But then you actually go live life and then you're like, oh, 75 grand but i get taxed on that 75 grand oh and then i need to pay my rent and oh groceries and then gas and then oh you know my car just broke down and oh i want to go do something instead of just sit at my house you know what i mean you do and you still have to budget like that's the biggest thing you guys will always have to budget but that was my big thing when i started doing personal training i would talk to these people and i was like hey you know i always was going to be a trainer and do this stuff but i was like hey if i made eighty thousand dollars like I'm a, I'm a simple small town boy. Like it it was always going to work for me on Iowa. Like I can go back and it's just fun when I I was just back home last week and it's just, you see it and I'm like, yeah, this this could work. But like, if you're going to be in Arizona where the average rent right now is between 15 and $2,500 or there's half your paycheck after taxes, you know what I mean? And so I just wanted to state that to you guys, because what you, what Jen just went into and and I'll let her kind of go into a little more, but it's like, you can see where you can kind of cap out and you as a career, as you're trying to grow, Hey, a hundred K sounds like a lot, 120 sounds like a lot. But again, once you get welcome to taxes and the rest of the world, and if you have a family, like I'm just feeding myself right now. And I'm like, good yeah. Lord, you know, and you have, you have three others, your husband and your your kids. And it's like all that. So it's just, I just wanted to state that for everybody who is either a farmer rep, because I just had three farmer reps actually reach out to me today uh, via LinkedIn. Um, yeah. So those people, but also like, if you guys are considering that out of, um, college. It's just, again, my, my advice personally is go med device first. And then you can always go pharma if it's too much, then vice versa, because we'll, we're going to about to get into it, but you'll hear like Jen had a much, a harder time, quote unquote, than maybe someone who didn't have that pharma experience because of there's the stigma that she's trying to overcome because she's not a normal pharma rep to the outside world, but like, they're always going to put her in this box because of that. Sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that was even like, when I finally was able to talk to a recruiter um, in the process, it's like, yeah, I mean, I saw your resume come through. And basically, it's like, got tossed in the trash. Like, I see the experience and see, honestly, Jacob, until the first time we talked on the phone, right? I mean, you were, you made the comment, you were like, I, I think you're going to have it's going to be a, a little bit more difficult journey. And I'm like, why I have 10 years in pharmaceutical. And you're like, that's not a good thing. Like, <laughs> 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 like in this industry, like that's the nail in the coffin. Like, yeah. so that's actually like, I thought it was going to be a benefit, right? It's not.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I'm yeah, to that point. Like, I remember, I remember this phone call. I was walking around talking to you and I remember I was talking, but like to that point is like, I've, when I was trying to break in, you see recruiters they literally will put in the job posting pharma reps do not yep. apply yeah it no need to reply or no need to apply that that's literally the stigma is if you've been in like everyone always told me if you're going to go pharma get in and get out within 2 years cuz you can always just say you were naive you didn't know and then all that that's literally what they coach you to say yeah. if you end up going to pharma compared to med device just looks at it. And we've talked about it as they just don't, they don't value it. They don't think you're doing the work, even though like someone like you who's a performing rep, you were, and that's why we were able to get you to get where you were going. But that's, that's the conversation is you're, you are overcoming. And like, we've talked about this on recruiters, love them to death. I know some very good ones. So that's why we work with only really good ones, but majority Mm -hmm. of them, like I can sit here and tell you from experience from other friends experience. Half the time they don't even know the job description. They don't know how much the pay is. They don't know the actual territory, and that's the yeah. person you're relying on to get you a job, right? Yep. And that's that's not good enough. And especially then you put pharma in there. That's where we helped you, and, and when and I knew we were going to be able to help you is because I already knew the objections coming your way. Yeah. It just how are we going to handle them so you can be like brush it off the shoulder. That's not a big deal. Let me show you why I've been crushing it and why I would be awesome in this industry.
1: Right. Right. And I mean, I think more than anything from the beginning, like your advice of like network, 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 network. And I like started doing that right out of the gate. And like, I got a lot more traction than I thought that I would, Um, but I was very intentional about when I was reaching out to people and adding them to connect on LinkedIn. I would I would look at their profile and like if they came from the pharmaceutical, if they had any pharmaceutical background in that message when I send the connection like, hey, I'm trying to break in. I noticed you had, you know, eight years at GSK or wherever and coming from the pharmaceutical industry. Like I would love your insight, the differences in industry and how you were able to cross over.
0: And I bet your response rate was awesome right? It was awesome. Yeah. So they would awesome. come because we talk about this all the time. Everybody always calls me and I wish I could say something new to you guys, but it's networking. Like there, <laughs> there's no, there's no other answer. And everyone's like, I need to know, but, but this is now the new sell for me. And like, I talked about it. Everyone just networks wrong. Everybody mm-hmm. calls and Hey, I got 30 messages this morning. Hey, looking for a job, you know, of any, yep, I do, but I'm not Thank giving you. up to you. Cause I don't <laughs> know who you are. You know, exactly. you weirdos. Like you could be a a, a serial killer. And like, I'm not going to give that to my name, right? The reason I'm saying that is what you did is what I tell everybody. It's just the, everyone asks, what's the difference between people getting hired? It's what you just said. It's the little effort you took that extra 30 seconds to look on it, see if you had it. And then you went and put in the message. And this is the number one thing. It's the common ground. It's no different than every single time I'm in an OR and I say, doc, where are you from? And the moment they say they're from the Midwest, I know I have them. I'm from, I'm like, oh, I'm from Iowa. And they're like, oh, you are. And I'm like, oh, you hate the cold too? Because we're in Scottsdale. And they're like, oh, and bam, right into it. Or, hey, you come from a farm, bam. Or, oh, the weather is actually nice here. But it doesn't matter. But you find that common ground. And now you can just go from there. And so that's what you just did in that message. And that's why I already knew you had a high retention and a high response rate. Because they're always, right away, they're being like, she took the time to look who she's talking to. She actually knows that we have a similar background. And, oh, I used to be in her shoes. I want to help. Because she asked in a professional manner. It wasn't saying, hey, because like, let me just put this for everyone listening. If Jen would have been like, hey, I saw you're from Pharma, me too, trying to get a job. Do you know of any? She would have got no results. But that's 99% (laughs) of the messages I receive from you guys listening to this podcast and YouTubes or whatever. It's the bare minimal effort. And just because you sent a message, like I joke around all the time. I can type it out and have my dog who's sleeping on my bed right now. Press enter. That's yep. not hard. Like anybody can just copy paste and press enter. It's yep. what are you doing to stand out in that process?
1: Well, and like, so like, I'm just going to say it. Cause like, I, I feel like you would appreciate me just like throwing this out there. Like this is the same, this is the same way that you are going to be in the job. Like if you don't take the time to Google somebody look up their practice look up what they do the first time you meet them if you're just trying to just shove yourself down their throat like it, the receptions they're not gonna have it like it's glazed over they're walking off like you just blew it like same thing yep same thing
0: yep a hundred percent we talk about it if you guys ever decide to join the course you will have a lot of dating analogies um yep. that will make you understand it because I always bring it back to dating I always bring it back to you know you're out on a first date you're out of it And we don't think about it that way. But when you put it into those terms, it's like, oh, it makes perfect sense, right? For example, I'll put one that's a little vulgar on here. But like most of you guys, let me just say this. When you all send me a message of like, hey, I'm looking for a job. Do you know of any? Can you send it to me? That's the equivalent of me reaching out to random women on LinkedIn, Instagram, saying I'm single. Do you want to hook up? (laughs) Probably not going to go over the greatest, probably going to get a couple blocks and maybe even get a. Police report about me if I did that, right? That's right. joking of. That's what you guys are doing the equivalent of, and then you're like, I reached out to 100 people and nobody sent me a message back. Like, what the heck, right? That's what goes on. And so again, what Jen's saying is, it's just putting the effort. But we talk, we preach about this, and it's why we have so much success. It's why Jen was able to break in in under three months and being in the course. It's we teach you guys how to do the job to get the job. Yeah. And she already knew how to do it, but then what we had to do is just how to tweak it a little bit with her background yeah. because it's going to be a little tougher things that she was going to face. And so can we talk about just a little bit of what was the interview process like you like for you going through pharma? Cause I, I know, but let's share a little bit with these guys of kind of the ups and downs that you went with and kind of the coaching we did with you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I had two different experiences where I I got to like the final, the very final interview step stage um and so round 1 let's just say round 1 company 1 right um that process was a lot more ugh, i don't know i kind of even got the vibe from the beginning that they really weren't interested but the the thing was i had done so much networking that their reps were throwing my name out i even had um a surgeon who you know i was calling on now who called that manager you know she's he's like you know she's a go getter like she's called on me for months you know she's a great resource so she, so he threw my name out even from the beginning i could tell there was doubt and hesitation even though like i addressed it and they're like yeah i don't that doesn't matter to me if you, it just all that matters is you can do the job when it comes down to it and I impress this person and I impress this person and this person, and I show up with a business plan and I do all the things right. And your only feedback for me is, yeah, we just went with somebody who had more experience. That to me was like, from the beginning, it was the pharmaceutical background. It was the fact that I had not been in the device industry. There was no actual like tangible feedback. Yep.
0: Because it was all positive, like across the board. Yep, and I, and yeah. I just want to state, like, I remember, I knew the process as we were going through, because we were, uh, we were very active in that, and, and even with that end one, that I was, I remember having the call with you, because it was just like you put so much effort into it, but again, giving you the coaching of like, hey, you did nothing wrong. This is where yeah. again help, because Jen's like, oh my gosh, did I do this? Did I do that? and I said, no, you did nothing wrong. The, the unfortunate part is they never considered you in the real, real. Like a lot actually real first place, because if they did, yep. they wouldn't be able to do that because, and the reason I can just sit here and tell you guys, this is never a cocky thing. It's just whenever they say we went with somebody with more experience, I can tell you it's a bunch of crap because you're looking at the guy who was a personal trainer who beat out the guys yep. with 10 years experience to get both jobs that I have now. So I know that that if you wow them enough and you do this stuff that they can't, but when they can't give you feedback, yep. right, when you, when you called and this was the most interesting is I had you call that person back a couple of people back. Right. And and Jen did, it was, no, it's fine. But then there was, Oh, this, and then this, and then this, but it was all positive, but it was the stories never added up shows you again, bringing it back to dating. Right. I really like you, but they're kissing other girls. Like Mm -hmm. there's it just, the actions aren't matching the words. And so you just going through that process.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so like, I definitely felt like in, in that experience, it didn't matter. Like pharmaceuticals on my resume, it was a done deal before it even got started. It was dead in the water. Um, the second, so my second experience, um, again, say started out the same way, networking. So how do I even get in touch with the hiring manager is because I had talked to a rep here. Um, and he, he got me another rep's number and then she got me the hiring manager's number. And so I'm, I'm the whole process. It's, it's funny cause it's, you're, you're kind of putting the cart before the horse. Like you're talking to these people before you've even got any kind of notification that you're being considered. But, um, it was, a it was an entirely different, um, reception of, of me because I was so forthcoming with like, Hey, like. I know I I come from the pharmaceutical background. I don't have medical device experience, but like explain the role to me. This is my understanding. These are conversations that I've had with reps. Yep. Um, are we aligned, right? And this is what I'm currently doing. Where I can see how it correlates to this position. So tell me if I'm if I'm off here. If I'm missing something. Yep. Um, and you know, interestingly enough. By the time I had talked to the hiring manager, and I'm going, okay, so what are the next steps in the process? You know, he goes, well, you've really kind of already completed them. <laughs> and the fact that you have to talk to this rep, like generally, she's a part of the interview process. I like to pull in this area sales manager and you've talked to Rob, so we're that's checked. And then I'm the like the final piece, really, right? So, we did a formal interview process where it gets set up through HR. We have Zoom calls. Um, I don't know how many other candidates are going through that process, but I do know I'm not the only one. Yep. Um, and I actually, you know, at, at the end of the process, um, he can't offer me the job on the call. Now, don't get me wrong, it doesn't mean I didn't ask, right? Yep. Um, and through that process, like, okay, hey, when I'm talking to rep. Hey, we had a great conversation. You know, what about me? What do you think makes me, you know, a good fit for this role? She shares to say, okay, now would you share that with? The hiring manager. Yep. yep. Do the same thing with the other manager. Would you hire me? I know you're not the hiring manager, but you're over this team. Like, yep. would you hire me? Okay, share that. And I was actually able to, um, you know, when I asked the hiring managers, like, I can just say, like you're in a really, really good spot, you know, right. And I follow yep. up with, okay, when can we expect to hear? And yep. I put a deadline on that. So if I don't hear by this time, Friday at noon, is it fair to reach out? Yep. And I'm closing that. And, um, you know, come to find out, I had actually, I had actually beat an internal candidate. <laughs> um, So that was like somebody that I was up against. And so that felt amazing. And, you know, I mean, I know you've mentioned it on the podcast too, with pharmaceutical reps you know it's always there's always somebody that they make that connection with that's willing to take a take a shot on them because they kind of came from that same background um and I'm like when I got that job offer it was like I conquered the world because like they had not none of them had been in the pharmaceutical world you know and so just to be on here and say like it's definitely possible like it's it's all just about how you present yourself and what you bring to the table. And like, they just have to be compelled enough by you and your confidence and your story to overlook the lack of med device or overlook pharmaceutical.
0: A hundred percent. And the thing I want to just touch on is because you you stated two different, opportunity one, opportunity two, but they were totally different in the vibes they gave off the field and how they were excited. And this is the thing I talk to you guys about all the time we teach it in our course and we talk about it to our students is, you know, they should be excited to be about you, right? For example, it always comes back to dating. If you're going out on dates and someone's a drag to be around and they feel like it's a chore to be with you, you don't want to yep. be with that person. They're not showing the effort that they actually in, in like you. But if it's the person who's going out of their way, excited, texting you back, it's the same thing with <clears throat> my, my people like you. The manager's being proactive. They're telling you stuff. They're trying to be like, hey, here's this to know because they want to put you through because you're, you're showing the effort and they're giving you the opportunity compared to the other one like we said you you did everything right and you did it but yeah. it was never going to be an opportunity and so the reason i'm saying that is for everyone listening just because you guys are going through the opportunities and you're going through those interviews doesn't mean it's the right one and just because there's it that's what that's one thing that we also help with inside that in the course is really being able to tell you guys hey is this a real opportunity or is this maybe watch this make sure to network but also being able to, even if it was an offer, is this one worth taking for you guys? Because there's a lot of people who will go and then when they don't have what we teach is how to try to go and get m- multiple offers. So then you leverage yeah. those. If, even if you're not getting the offer, we're going through interview processes. We're leveraging all this to, to make it work. And we teach you guys how to do that. But in the same respect, if you just have one, what happens is you become desperate. You're just trying to take whatever it is. Then they give it to you. Then it, they can pay you way less. Then you don't even know if it's a good fit. Like The amount of calls I get with people who do that because they decide not to do the course or they didn't know about us. And then they go do it because they think they want to save the money and they're trying to do it. But then they do it for three or four months. They got lied to in quotation marks or air marks as I'm on the videos because they told them one thing, but they didn't know. But the, the red flags were there from the beginning. If I was there sitting there, I could have t- saved you in two minutes and been like, nope, it's not worth it. But because yep. you you're ignorant or you didn't want to do it because of whatever reason, you don't know. Now you find out. And then instead of sticking it out like you should, you quit within three months, five months, six months. Now you're not liking it. And you see where this road goes. And now you, if you get in and then you quit within six months, you're in even more trouble because that's a red flag because now what are we doing here? This person can't even stick it out with six months. And it doesn't matter if you say, well, they, they told me something that was different or that, or you go bad talk and be like, oh, it's not what I want. Guess what? That hiring manager is just hearing how you're going to be on their team.
1: Mm-hmm. They're not going to want
0: to have you. So that's the reason I say that, but I wanted to share like Jen's experiences with those two different companies It was night and day. Oh, night and day. One who's like, yeah, we want to put in the effort to her. And the other one who's like, "Eh, you're just there. And if we need you, and let me just make this clear. It was, I knew from day one when she told, when I got told, like (laughs) the hiring manager didn't even respond. They had set a meeting and the hiring manager didn't have enough, like just being a good human being to send a message and saying, hey, I'm not going to be there. Can we reschedule? Wasn't just going to ghost them. And so I'm always very happy to post that Jen never said that I was just coaching it, but I'm just coming on here and saying, if this manager ever says it, I'm happy to take your call. Um, Cause I will not change my <laughs> tone on it at all. Is I just don't think it, it just comes down to being a human and being a decent human and, and, and actually respecting other people's. So if you're not going to take their call or if you're not going to meet with them, just tell them that. Yeah. And if you forgot, and if you've like, here's the other thing we all forget, we all have those things, but guess what happens when I forget my goodness, I'm so sorry. Yeah. When you act like it doesn't matter at all, it just shows you everything you need. And again, this is where I tell you guys, it's the same people who tell me they're going to work so hard, they're going to do everything, and they're going to break it on their own. Great. Talk is cheap. Actions speak louder than words. And so I just wanted to state that for everyone who's going through that process.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, and and like literally to reiterate that, like Jacob, I never even told you this because I think it was like so embarrassing. It's like, oh my goodness. He would be like, what are you doing? looking back on that experience, right? I had put my I had put myself on the line because I knew they were supposed to be in town and meet with me that day. I had told two of my surgeons, one of whom is the chief of surgery that's a huge user of them, of their company and their product. I was like, hey, they're gonna be in town today. If you need anything, like make sure you reach out to them because they're gonna be here. So I had thrown my name out there, like to them and saying they're gonna be here. And then Literally got ghosted, and the very first interview that I even had, Jacob, you're probably going to be like shake your head. um It's a Zoom call, right? And I should have known then, but it's like the guy shows up in his car in a hoodie, and I'm going like, this is an interview, right? And like, so I'm I'm like I'm prepared. I've I've taken PTO. I'm dressed. I'm
0: say no more.
1: That's it. You know, it's like you just get this vibe and. They never, like, emails, texts, phone calls. And then company two, anytime they missed a call or took a day to respond, I mean, it was, I'm so sorry, I apologize. I mean, just a completely different reception. Yep. And exactly to your point, it's just like dating. Like, don't be a doormat for somebody and yep. just take something out of desperation. Yep. Like, value yourself and what you bring to the table and have somebody so hungry and like want you so badly that they just have the respect to communicate
0: a hundred percent. And that's what we talk about all the time. And it, the, the reason I, I say this and again, this is all we just do in the coaching is it took time for me to figure that out and yeah. not, and not just even through the interview process, but also once you're in the industry, right? Like that's, yeah. what we, we get you guys prepped and it's all that, but yeah, you should want it. And like, what I can sit here and tell you is like my people who are like the top ones, they have regional managers begging them, please don't take another offer. We're getting, HR is being a little slow, but they're, they're getting it to you as soon, right? They show that they want it. And yeah. so they're always being proactive. So I wanted to just state that. And that's such a great point, Jen. Like, again, always knowing your worth, knowing you are having something to offer. Um, but the one thing I did just want to ask is because, again, you were somebody who did the course. You excelled in it. got hired in under three months. You made yeah. the jump from pharma to here. Can I ask what what did you feel inside the course was one of the things that or some of the things that helped you the best that you felt you got benefits from us and, and the course that you might not have had if you didn't take the course?
1: I mean, I I definitely think the, you know, the breakdown of the interview process, number one, the length of the process, Um, you know, that's. It's not like that in a lot of other industries, yeah. I mean, even the pharmaceutical world. It's long, but it's not that long. I mean, it's maybe a month, like if that, yep. you know, from start to finish, um, I did not realize the value in the networking, um, in the pharmaceutical world. That's not really so much of a, of a thing. Yeah. And I don't know if that's just because like, they just hire so many people left and right that, you no, know, it's more transactional, um, where, when you have people that can vouch for you and know your work ethic and integrity and the way you work, um, it makes a big difference. So I think that the breakdown of the interview process, the mock interviews, um, I wasn't able to get on office hours just because of, you know, working a full-time job, but having those posted later, yeah, we were back and reviewing all, yeah, all of that stuff. Um, that those are just like, I mean, it's like pure gold, like, that's, you don't get that. Right. Cause you don't know what you don't know.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. So I think for me, that was huge, huge like wins and just super valuable information and then being able to just like, Hey, is this normal? Or <laughs> what do I do about this? Right. I mean, cause you don't,
0: you don't know. It's yep. so different. Yeah. And, that, so and different. that's what I always tell people is like, it's just a different world. And I, and I get on these calls because people will be like, I want you to talk to my wife or I want you to talk to my my parents or whatever it is. And I'm like, Hey, it's great. But like, unless they understand the average rep's going to come make over almost 200 grand and like work with the smartest people. And the interview process is five to seven interviews that could take six to 12 weeks or longer. Like I can't talk yeah. to them because they're not going to understand because what I'm sitting here saying 200 grand, those people will look at me with big eyes and it takes them three years to make that and so yeah. again that's never like a, a flex it's just the you don't know the industry so it's i can't talk to you about it and you're not going to understand it And so that's why we always say the because we only take five people every month and you were one of the people who just showed it to me as you guys can see why we let jen into the courses as she's a go-getter and go goes with it but like i i say you have to be hardworking, you have yeah. to be coachable that those are the two things two th- big things and then the last one can you be committed and you know yeah. that's the, the biggest thing with it but it's. I always ask that question because I love just seeing someone who trusted the process because you've heard me say it inside the course a million times. It's like, guys, please just trust the process. I've done this enough. We've yeah. gotten a plenty of you guys hired. If you can just trust the process and put in the work, I promise you, we will get you where you need to go. And seeing you just, you crush it, see where you're at now. See you land with a, mat, a great company with the, the industry that you're going into and just know yeah. that this is just the beginning and you're going to do so great it's just been a lot of fun to watch your journey and just want to tell you how proud I am of you and, and see all your, the yeah. hard work go well.
1: Yeah. Well, thank you. I mean, like I said, it's, you have just been instrumental and I mean, even just like the podcasts that you make that are, you know, the quick, maybe 15 or 20 minute, just like encouragement. And because it is, it's, it's, it is so up and down um, that it can feel really, really defeating sometimes. And especially if you don't have multiple interviews going at the same time and you don't get one it can i mean it's a bummer right it's you put in a lot of work for a long i'm two months three months and don't get the offer so i'm so incredibly like grateful to you and and the program
0: well thank you it's been it's been fun to watch you and just again just be a part of your journey and i know this isn't the the last time of it it's going to continue to stay just real quick Um, where can these guys find you and reach out to you at?
1: Yeah. So, um, I, am like 32 years old and don't have a Facebook, so I'm not on Facebook. You won't find me there, but LinkedIn's great. Um, you know, Jen Lytle on LinkedIn. Um, you know, like I said, I've, I've been in the pharmaceutical industry for, uh, 10 years now. So you'll see all that background and just took a position with Smith and nephew. So
0: yes, that'll Um be me. I love it, and guys, feel free to reach out. But this is the one thing, as you all know, I will say this: this is not a place for free information. To call Jen and be like, "Hey, Jen, I have 17 questions." I literally (laughs) just had I had a guy call me today, and he's like, "I don't know how much free time you have, but I have a hundred questions." I'm like, "Dude, I have no free time. I'm no free time." (laughs) Like, ask me your questions, please. Like, you're supposed to come prepared. Um, but like I just say that, don't don't reach out to it. Don't be a creep. Don't do this weird stuff. But also respect people's times. Um, so if you do do that, and I always tell my guests, please if they're not don't respond to them or tell them to kick rocks uh and you can put my name and sign that um because again it's just <laughs> respecting other people um at this point and so we just appreciate you guys and Jen again just so proud of you and congratulations yeah
1: yeah thank you so much Jacob and I'm I'm willing to talk to anybody who wants to reach out so just shoot me a message on LinkedIn
0: love it and if you guys haven't pressed that like and subscribe button a five star review helps us grow this channel and if you guys are interested on in learning more about how we help people like Jen break into the industry and under 12 weeks. She did it in 11, but our average is 9.8 weeks at $91,000. Feel free to reach out to me. We can get us on all social medias, LinkedIn, new to medical device sales, Jacob McLaughlin, and happy to connect with you and help you break into the industry. We'll see you on the next one. Peace.